I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hallå där, Niklas Holmgren här. Han är född och uppvuxen i ett av de tuffaste områdena i London. Han började spela fotboll först när han var 11 år. Hans karriär har inte varit spikrak och utan fotbollen hade han, enligt egen utsago, valt en destruktiv livsstil. I Holmgren möter denna vecka Millwall-mannen, förre AI-kåren och Ljungs-Chile-spelaren, nu i Assyriska, Kenny Peavy. Vill du komma i kontakt med mig så går du utmärkt via Twitter, Niklas understräck Holmgren, eller Facebook, Holmgren möter, eller hemsidan niklasholmgren.nu. Här på Swinglish, Kenny Peavy. God lyssning. Kenneth Stephen Pavey, född i London den 23 augusti 1979. Hallå Kenny! Hello, hello, hello. Vi satt och pratade här innan om vi skulle, om vi skulle ta det på engelska eller på svenska. Men vi, vi kan väl köra det på swinglish? Yes, ja, det, en... går, det går good. Ja, det, det går good. Det går, good. Ja. Ja, det går bra, det går bra. Jag kör på svenska och så, ja. får, du, får, du, och så får du välja vad som känns. Tack så känns mycket. Bäst. Var i London är du uppväxt? Uh, uppväxt i uh, Peckham, södra London Och syd, åt, åt sydost där nere åt, uh, Ja, det är eller? typ uh, nu Cross uh, om, om du har köpt en Monopoly-bord ja. uh, Engelsk uh, Monopoly-bord det, det är ganska det, uh, det är samma plats som nu Cross Gate Som ja, okay. är billigast uh, okay. <laughs> du kan köpa en Monopoly-bord ah, Så, ja. uh, uh, så det är en... Uh, uh, <laughs> det, är ingen, det är ingen Mayfair, jag kan det, säga det. Det är vid Thamesen, va? Vid Thames. Ja, ja. Nej, söder, söder, söder. söder. Men om vi tittar och vi, och vi pratar fotbollslag då, så har du ju i South East, söder om ja. Thames, ja. så har du, ju, då har du ju Charlton och Millwall som är ja. ditt lag. Crystal Palace också. Crystal Palace är mer centralt, alltså det är mer ja, rakt men, söderut, va? Nej, söder East. South East också. Och Wimbledon? Så, ja, ganska nära lite. Ja, ja det, det, de ligger ja, där nere. Det, det är ganska många. Det är var, vilken av de klubbarna är det närmast du är född? Alltså, ja, Millwall. Är det Millwall? Ja, ja, ja. ja, ja. Jag kan kasta en sten från min lägenhet till uh, uh, Staffanmålet. Så det var ganska nära. Det är den. Ja, ah. det, det gamla den det i alla fall. Den, ja, Och sen ja. uh, de, de byter, så, byter stadion. Men det är också ganska nära också. Du, men min känsla av det var det är en arbetarområde är det inte det working class blue ja precis ja. precis uh, ja vi är ganska nöjda med den uh, utläggs så det, det är en uh, 
Det är killarna som ja, gör det jobb, kommer till hålla på laget och sen hem igen och har lite dåligt historia också. Men ja, vi är absolut working class. Ja, och det, ja, dåligt rykte, ja precis. Det var ju. Det var, det var ju. Mm, det, 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 Så försiktigt. Ja, det, ja, det var milvålare här. Ja, men det, det, det var stökigt förut. Framförallt förut var det väl riktigt, riktigt stökigt ja. runt matcher Ja, speciellt i 70-80-talet och ja, även lite senare också. också. För även 50-60 år sedan Så tyvärr har vi den fortfarande Men det blir bättre och bättre Who's the worst? West Ham? Är de värst? West Ham Ham som vi vi, vi hatar mest Så vi kan vi säga Charlton är okej eller? Ja, ah, det är lillebrorsan Lillebror, ja, okej okay. <laughs> Men de börjar bli lite kaxig nu Så vi måste ta lite försiktigt med dem Det är en anorax Jag vet att du har många goda milvåld Det är ganska tuff Det är tufft för spelarna också För publiken är demanding De är krävande Ja, absolut ja. Det, är, det, är, det är inte lätt att spela uh, Få milvåld Och det är absolut inte lätt att spela mot dem uh, Speciellt med fansen De såg alla vet i England uh, Planen är ganska nära läktare Och uh, uh, i milvåld är det ganska mycket abuse Som ja, kommer från fansen Hur kan det låta då? Hur kan det låta speciellt milvåld abuse? Du kan take it in English om du vill Det kan bli ganska äckligt Även jag ibland Det var för lite för mycket Och pratar om dem Det, det, det är ganska tuff Speciellt Lilliman Och kanske om man har lite äh. det, det, det är svårt att säga Men äh, om man gör någonting fel Han kommer att höra det för 90 minuter Absolut Är, är, är Millwall-fansen stolta Liksom proud over their reputation ah, ja. Vi säger ut i publik Kanske inte Men uh, jag tror absolut vi är Vi gör det Vi, vi är kanske är mer populär För fansen Den uh, fotbolllag så, Speciellt när det är så många um, uh, Films Om Mio som Football Factory Och Green Street Hooligans Och bla 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 bla, bla. Det är ganska många Och um, det är inte så uh, Vi har en andra sida också Och som jag säger Klubben jobbar jävligt mycket Och vi tar bort den Men tyvärr det Det är histori och det är någonting fortfarande vi har lite grann Men det är inte som för att få Nu nu polisen har blåkål och CCTV Så det är inte så mycket man kan göra Men jag har sett ganska mycket när jag, jag um, Traveled över hela um, England med Millwall Så upp till Newcastle, ner till Southampton Och så jag har sett ganska mycket utom plan Och för mig är det ganska normalt Men det, det blir lite konstigt Kanske för någon familj som vill åka till London Och kolla en riktig brittisk match Och gå och kolla på Millwall och det 
Det kanske är inte är samma sak som gå och kolla på Arsenal kan vi säga. <laughs> det, det är lite mer det är mer rå uh, yeah, stämning. Ja, precis, precis. Ja. Det är inte så många, många men det, det, det är många familjer som går men som jag säger det, det, det är ofta barnen som skriker mer än din pappa så ja, det, det är ganska roligt för mig speciellt när jag inte har många möjligheter att se dem spela så varje gång jag är hemma jag går och åker till, till Stockholm Road faktiskt Aha. det heter Stockholm Road uh, yeah. i Millwall ja uh. precis um, och uh, kolla någon match och jag skrattar ganska mycket för ibland kvalitet är inte bästa men um, de, de har ganska många komedi, komedi, uh, comedians på, ja. på läktare och det, det är roligt kan du kan du mention something kan du någonting så där funny Um, I don't, uh, we, it's just banter, you know. Uh, I take in English, yes. you know, like when um, maybe someone has a someone has a funny haircut, you know. Maybe someone run down from 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 behind you, just run past you, push everybody everybody out of the way, run straight in front of the guy when he's taking a throw on, and say. <laughs> Grow up, <laughs> you know, because he's got a silly haircut, you yeah. know. But um, yeah, that's one of the nicer ones I can say. Okay. You know, normally it's a a lot more, uh, yeah, violent uh, abuse, so we say that they will always remember. I remember speaking to a few players that have actually played against Mill. And uh, they always say they hate it, you know. They hate hate playing down at Mill. Oh, they're on you straight away. What you're wearing, your boots, your, your haircut, uh, <laughs> the passes you make, you know. The referee is always, you know, against us and blah blah. blah. So yeah, it's, in, it's interesting. Men du är en diehard Millwall fan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I said, I, I've been going, I've been going Millwall since I was since I was born and. Uh, You know, I was ball Kelly a couple of times. I was ball Kelly against um, Manchester United, against Aston Villa when we was in the top league. Um, obviously, played for Millwall, and um, yeah, it was a great experience. I, I went to all the soccer schools when I was a kid. Even even when I was meant to go to school, I didn't go to school, and I went to the soccer schools you instead. Did. Yeah, I was naughty boy, <laughs> um, just to see and play football and be with the yeah with the players. You know, they, at the time they had the players like. Um, Tony Cascarino, Teddy Sheringham, Jimmy Carter, Brian Horn, Terry Herlock, mm. Kevin O'Callaghan. I mean, they, they were they were my heroes growing up, and they, they were the reason why I wanted to be a, a, a footballer. And um, quite recently, I, I got the opportunity to meet them all again. Um, I got invited to invited. I got a ticket for a special event. It was Mill Legends, um, where all the the legends of '89, '90 got together. Everybody from um, Frank McClintock, who was the assistant at the time, um, John Doherty, who was the manager, even the physio was there. So all the players were there, obviously. And um, I went out the night before, and I was a little bit naughty. And I went out the night before. I had a little bit too many uh, shandies, <laughs> should we say, uh, with Josh Heifeld. Actually, he was over in London, and a few of my pals. And um, so the morning when I woke up, I weren't really prepared. So I had all these memorabilia, but you know, I just my mates were knocking on the door, so I had to get up and go quickly. So when I got to the to this event, like all my other mates, they had their meal shirts and this to sign, that to sign. I didn't have nothing. So we turns up to this place, and uh, it was a meal first, you know. And I see this meal plate. Everybody has these plates. I look at this meal plate, and I think, oh my god, that plate. <laughs> so I I take the plate and I pull it under the table. 
And I called the waiter over. I said, excuse me, mate, I, I didn't get a plate. <laughs> <laughs> and then he brought me over another plate. So I took the plate and I went over to one of the tables. It was one of my old managers, Alan Walker. And he said, I said, hello, Walks. He's like, oh, Kenny Faye, how are you doing, son? Blah, blah, blah. And uh, I said, Walks, listen, do me a favour. Take this, if I give you this plate, you can get all the players to sign it. So he said, yeah, sure, son, sure. And then... Um, he, uh, yeah, everybody, all the legends, they sign it. So I got this plate that no one else in the world has got, I promise you, signed with all the legends. So it's my pride and joy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was a fantastic day for me. So, yes, you can say I'm a diehard uh, fan. Men vill mål nu. Eight in league. One. Yes, League One. Yeah, it's it's very up and down. A um, couple of games we do good, then we then we're bad. You know, the other week we played uh, one. Yeah, you can realize it's like a Mickey Mouse Cup. You know, um, where we got to the final and um, it was over two legs and we lost two nil. And you know, so it, it's it's a process. I'd like to say, you know, we got Neil Harris. Uh, as coach who's a legend for the club taking over so he's got the the fans the fans have got his back and giving him time um, he actually took over from um, uh, Ian Holloway towards the end of the season and I think actually if he would have taken over before we would have stayed up because the results at the end of the season were a bit more like mere wall at least even even if we drew or lost we still had that fight and that's all we want down at the den we just want people to give it everything they have you know we we know the quality is going to be there sometimes but in general in the championships it's all about working you know Um, and showing the quality when you have it and we did that at the end of last season but this year is um, I don't know I don't know I'm positive that we can still go up Det här, det här med inställningen Kenny, nu pratar jag svenska ja. Det här med inställningen Den är ju så väldigt, väldigt engelsk eller brittisk Jag pratar med en av, av talangscouterna som, som eh, hjälper de engelska lagen så säger, ja, det, är, det är en bra spelare han har bra inställning så tittar de bara på honom vad då inställning bra inställning har väl alla spelare men vad, vad är det med det där för att i den engelska matcherna även om det är 4-0 till ett lag så är det liksom hela tiden och du har ju den också på planen yeah exactly i think like for example i was watching liverpool the other day and and you're looking at a player like let's say james milner for example he's not probably most people's choice as, as like you know to put on the table but I can I can guarantee you for a manager he's probably one of the first on the paper because you need them people you need them ones the hard working to, to give the quality to the the superstars the one that gets all the, the back pages you know what I mean but it's the, the hard working ones the Lucases the Hendersons the Milners that are making all the things happen and if they don't put their work in it don't give time and and space for for the the stars so to speak so um everybody needs that i mean if you look at any successful um team they always have these hard working players if you can mix it with even even the likes of barcelona mm. you know what i mean some some teams like dortmund for example have a five or six mm-hmm. do you know what i mean but at the same time they have that quality also on top of that that they can make a bit of magic so um, in a championship it's not so much magic (laughs) but it's more like hard work grit and a hell of a lot of games and I think a lot of teams are very um, and managers are very surprised when they go to England uh, because it's not like any other league in the world there's just nothing like it you know 
Så um, there's no easy games. Men just, just inställningen, den, den känns så väldigt brittisk. Ja, mm. det, det, ni kör, ni bara kör. Ni, ni vet matchen är slut. Det borde vara fanns att ge upp. För, men när ni kör, det, 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 det är sällan det blir helt dött som det kan bli andra. Mm. Mm. Du bara gå till Sverige. Det är inte, det är inte, det är inte den här riktiga. Alltså, vad har ni fått det ifrån att ni är så jobbar så bomben hårt? I think, I think from, from me personally, how I look, like I said earlier, you know, I traveled all over England with me all. So I've been in the stands. I know what it's like to be in the stand and look at players and, and when players don't run back, when players don't give everything. Um, you know we get frustrated so so i kind of have that connection with the fans and with the the players and i understand what the fans want and uh, maybe not so many uh, players that actually play football got a chance to travel as much as i did and and you know to away games and really see you know we're going to anfield and seeing how we we drew 1-1 against liverpool our first time at anfield uh, key um What's his name? Paul Stevenson. I'll never forget it. Teddy Sheringham laid it off. Paul Stevenson, top corner. Brilliant goal. 1-1 against Liverpool. Little Millwall. And the attitude of the players, you know, that I mean, they were they they were just heroes to us. When we come home and it's like, oh, did you see that? How him, Les Briley, he was working so hard. It's normally them players that end up being the heroes. Steven Gerrard, you know, as quality of a player he is, They love him at Liverpool for his his heart, mm. his passion for the club, for football. Do you know what I mean? Now, someone like maybe uh, Alonso is a little bit different, more technical, blah, blah, blah. Great player, you know, won World Cups and everything like that. But when you compare him to someone like Steven Gerrard, who's box to box, who's win, changing games for you and, you know, lifting the crowd through a tackle or a shot or something like this, you know, and also homegrown. When you put all that together, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a bomb waiting to go off, you know. And sometimes, obviously, they they make mistakes, and you know, sometimes the passion gets in, inside of us or them too much, and that's when you get the cards, and you know. Any földa med born with that passion? Kommer det med modersmjölken eller? Me me growing up in Peckham, I, I didn't start playing football till I was late. Uh, I start I didn't play for a team until I was 11, I think. Um, but I always played on the estate where I lived, so I played with older boys, and and you know, you know, twenty seven against twenty seven, you know, on the pitch, and one tree and one dustbin as a goal, and you know, like like this, and you know, I guess you get that kind of toughness from from that situation, the passion you get from the older ones teasing you, and you have to have thick skin, and then like I said, you know. Going to Millwall and listening to the fans, the comedians in the in the crowd, you know, saying stuff, and mm. you know, you think, oh, I don't want to be like that, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to get abused for not running home or something like that. So it, it gets into your head, it gets into your body, and you build up a character, and yeah, that's what you end up being. Well, in, in, case, in my case, yeah. at, at least. What tycker tror du engelsmän rent generellt om att till exempel det har ju hänt att ska vi ta Arsenal ställer upp i en engelsk ligamatch utan en enda engelsman. Vad, vad tycker ni innerst inne om det? Yeah, you know, I think it's uh, it's just such a shame, do you know what I mean? Because Arsenal over the years have proven, you know, they've had m- many a great 
team with English players, um, especially when they, you know, the Invincibles and, you know, with that fantastic back line that they had, including the goalkeeper, Seaman, was it Dixon? Winterburn, Kitt, you know, Adams. Adams. Boulder. Yeah, whoever mixes, yeah, 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 no. The likes of uh, Anders Limpar, I mean, uh, Anders Limpar, um, Ray Parler. Yeah. Um, yeah, coming through, Ian Wright. I Paul mean, Merson. Paul Merson. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, so they, they've proven they can mm. do it and be one of the best teams ever mm. by doing it. And then all of a sudden you get this attitude where, okay, we can go buy this player cheap, that player cheap. And if the players perform, then you, you can do nothing but hold your hands up. But there has to be something because later on it will without a doubt affect the national yeah. team och det har det ju gjort and that's what's happened det, det har det ju gjort yeah. och debatten är ju, är ju har ju pågått länge i, mm. i England hur ska vi göra uh, what to do you can yeah. put a cap on how many players play blah 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 I mean we, we, they've put millions and millions and millions into um, youth projects and like this to try and bring uh, more and more players through but at the same time there's more and more players coming from abroad younger and younger mm. I mean uh, you know players 14, 15 coming from Sweden all the way to, from Australia I mean Tim Cahill mm. you know he, he come from Mills ranks from Australia mm. you know um, so it's it's really really hard for, for the players to, to get through and, and what happens is a lot of the time when players go through the, the, the academies and come through the youth and try and break through they're sort of part of the furniture so when another player comes in from abroad that they've paid money for it's like okay he's okay he's one of us like we've got him we've got to play this guy first we just paid a lot of money for him So this other guy who's waiting there, who's worked all his life, who's been through the club, all this, gets impatient, ends up going out on loan and then not playing with the same good quality players and then maybe doesn't perform as good. So he don't get an extension on his contract, to, let's say, for example, Arsenal. So then he ends up signing for a mediocre team in the championship, blah, 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 lo loses his way and then that's him gone. Mm -hmm. Instead of really pushing these players through, giving them the chances, like... Um, uh, the likes of um, Southampton playing young young players West Ham I hate to say it but West Ham over the years fantastic uh, youth um, quality coming through all Tottenham the time now. Tottenham I mean how many players do they have uh, Englishmen in there so I mean it can be there I, I, I think when the Premier League was first um, like started the whole idea was yeah we're going to make it's going to make the league better it's going to make the English players better playing with better quality players it's going to affect the national team in a positive way mm. instead it's done the reverse mm. what's happened is you've got players playing for the national team that can't even get in their club <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I remember Wayne Rooney and Welbeck one, one year being on a bench for Man United mm. and they were playing with uh, Chiellito and uh, Van Persie. Week after, they're starting up front for England for us. Ja, det känns nästan <laughs> som att det räcker om du får spela en match från start i Premier League. Ja. Ringer Roy Hodgson. Ja, precis. You want to play for the national team. Yeah, ja. exactly. Ja. So, I mean, you know, we, we have got good quality players but, you know, Unfortunately, football now is a, is a business. It's all about business. It's all about money. It's all about agents and um, politics. And uh, that's unfortunately the way it's gone. And I can't really see it changing, you know, unless you do a cap. But then, 
you know you don't want to you don't want to lose too many of these fantastic quality foreign players. You know, there's got to be a little bit of give and a little bit of take somewhere. Så Kenny Pivi växte upp då i sydöstra London och, och du började med fotboll sent så när du var 11 år. Yeah, I started um, playing for a team called Athenley. Like I said, I played around the estate with all my mates and everything. I played for my school uh, like once every weekend, you know, on these big, heavy, muddy pitches. With, uh, I think played most games with rugby goals. <laughs> That might explain some of my shooting. <laughs> But um, yeah, and then... Um, Um, uh, yeah, my 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 mum my mum uh, met my my stepdad, um, and uh, like he he was the one that you know started to get me into take me to clubs and stuff. And uh, one of my mates played for this team called Athenley, who I believe uh, Rio Ferdinand played for. Um, and uh, yeah, I went down for a trial, and they said, yeah, straight away they they signed me, and I played my. Uh, first first game for them against a Welsh team a Welsh team were down in in in, in uh, South London for some reason in Peckham <laughs> and um yeah I scored four goals uh, we won four nil I scored all four goals and uh, uh yeah and it just went on from there I got signed for Millwall at the end of the year I won the player I won everything for that club and it just went rolling from there really so what what a surprise for an överraskning att du var så så bra eller hade du inte känt innan när du spelade med med kompisarna på 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 planen hemma att du, yeah. jag jag är quite good i remember i remember even um, later on in life speaking to some of my because I moved from Peckham a little bit later when I was about 15, 16 I moved from Peckham and I used to go back and mm. bump into old mates and stuff and obviously kept contact and And uh, we always they used to say, "Oh, what a like, oh, what a player he is!" Blah blah. Yeah, when we were younger, we didn't used to knock for him because every time we used to play this, um, we used to play a game called Wembley. I, I don't know what you call it here, no. where you have one goalkeeper, yeah. you and I always used to win, mm-hmm. and it weren't really fun for anyone else. So they didn't used to knock for me in the morning when we used to play, but. You know, if we was playing um, other games or whatever, then I was always getting a knock and mm-hmm. things like that. But when it was football, I stopped getting the knocks. Mm-hmm. So um, that's when I started to play with older players because, uh, yeah, they didn't. They, I wasn't, you know, tearing it up as much mm. against them. So and that's when I um, felt that yeah, I have a little something here. You know, I can, I can do something. But I've always loved football and I've always had a ball by me. You know, it's just. Hur hur är det? Hur var det i det området då där du växte upp? Var det bara fotboll som gällde eller kunde du ha blivit? Cricket eller rugby eller nah, hur nah, var nah, det? Nah. Det var fotboll. Nej, det var bara fotboll. Fotboll och ja, det var en väldigt working class. Jag hade en bra uppbringning men det var en väldigt tuff area där jag uppväxte. Ja, det var mycket som hände och en del krim. En väldigt stor krim. Yeah, you just sort of take it as the norm. You know, you don't know any different. You, uh, it was, it's more when you move away and you go back and you think, oh, wow, you know, like, you know, a lot of things happen here and stuff. Um, so I guess that, again, builds up a personality and a, and a, a character of you and you've got to be sort of thick-skinned and you've got to stand up for yourself. And, you know, uh, sometimes you have to learn the hard ways with, with stuff, you know, but... You know, I, w- I wouldn't change it. I- I'm glad the person I turned out to be. You know, because of the that area and and I'm proud where I'm from. Yeah. 
Vad va, va arbetade mamma och, 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 och pappa och sen blev det styrpappa också. Vad va, va, va jobbade de med? Mamma, 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 Um, so uh, she, I mean, she was always working hard and stuff, and trying to take rest, care of the rest of the family. Her mum died pretty young, and uh, so it, it, was, it was quite a tough, tough time for her. And you know, to to keep me, even you know, through the the circumstances and everything. You 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 know, I have a lot of lot of uh, praise. And she, was it close that she had to turn you away? Was it that close? Or I, I don't I don't know. I've never spoke to her about it. But you know, to be so young, uh, I believe she was sixteen when yeah, when she yeah. was pregnant. Uh, you know, so have you met your real dad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, when I was like. Uh, i don't remember when I was young, but uh, I met again when I was like 18 or something like this. How was that? Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. Hmm. More curiosity. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, and, and she she was working uh, at like a factory, I think some kind of factory that she was working in. And, uh, and then later on, she got some other jobs and stuff. So she was always working. And my stepdad was... Um, He was electrician, so uh, yeah, I have a lot to thank him for. He he got us out of Peckham, so to speak, and uh, he got me into taking me to football and stuff. So yeah, it was um, yeah, it was big. Mm. Hur hur var du i skolan? Du sa att du gick och tittade på på andra saker än yeah, i yeah, skolan. Yeah. Ja. I, I was I was at school. I was just like really really cheeky, like just. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think if anyone's played with me, they know I'm a little bit of a joker and stuff. And I've, I haven't really changed from school, really. I, I did tricks and jokes at school, and um, you know, I, yeah, I, I um, had, um, I am dyslexic. Okay. Uh, can't even say it, let alone spell it. <laughs> um, so, like, obviously, it's it's much better now. But when I was younger, I had uh, big problems with that. So I went to some extra uh, classes and stuff with that. And all my interest was football um, and actually music. I was, I loved music probably because my mum, because she's always. Uh, Yeah, having the music on and stuff. So obviously you grow up with that and it rubs off on you. Uh, but football was always my main passion. And the, like most footballers, the teachers, they tell you, you know, like you're not going to make it. There's only a small amount of people that are going to make it. And, you know, I did my exams and I didn't do good in my exams. I got the results and my mate, Nicky Ray still has them. <laughs> I don't even have them on paper. He, he still has them. I didn't even pick them up. Um, so because that's all I wanted to do. That's all my focus was football, football, football. And lucky enough, when I left school, I left school at 15. And I went straight into like a YTS, like a youth training scheme um, to play football. And, you know, when you clean the boots and yeah. all this stuff. Linja, huh? Yeah, so I, I did that and at Sittingbourne with uh, Steve Lovell and uh, Alan Walker and yeah, it just went on from there really. Mm-hmm. Eh, men det var fotboll. Ja, ja. Och det gick ju bra. Det gick ju bra för dig. Yeah. Det gick ju så bra så att du eh, var uppe och eh, 
Provspelade med Aston Villa yeah, uh, 1997 Ja, uh, 97-98 uh, 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 I think, yeah um, I heard that there was a couple of teams watching me um, when I was playing. Uh, I was scoring goals. I was playing well, and uh, I don't think people would recognize that Kenny Pavey from the Kenny Pavey that really plays in Sweden. I was a totally different player, a lot more tricks and uh, and stuff. Um, more techniques. Yeah, yeah. I was very tri- tricky and yeah. like, yeah, yeah, like sort of like. Well, there was a forward. I played forward and uh, right wing, yeah. Um, I played non-league football. Mm. It was very physical, you know, and uh, uh, I remember I remember scoring one goal and, you know, like being me, being cheeky, sort of like giving it to the defender and saying like, you know, keep up old man sort of thing. And I scored a goal, run past him and said that. And then the next time the ball come, bosh, straight, give me a big black eye. Yeah. Um, and like, it was chaos, you know what I mean? But, that's how it was to play in that league um, but I, like I said you know I weren't the biggest but you know I stood my ground and like I said I had this thick skin and this no one no one could sort of like ever take me down kind of thing and um, that did me well and I had a, a number of uh, good performances and got a phone call from um, I think it's hard to remember back then but I think it was my coach or someone from the the David Wilson no yeah David yeah but no yeah but David was that was the young that was the um, uh, Sweden connection Uh okay what happened was uh, there was another guy Alfie who he was the uh, he was the Aston Villa scout so he got I got the call to go there I went there for a week's trial I went there and um, I played and I mean I felt Fantastic! I didn't feel out of place. I was training with the reserve team, Gareth Barry and um, Darius Vassell. They were all in my team, mm. and Lee Hendry. And uh, the next pitch was the first team, so you could see. Then my manager, what Gregory? Brian Little. Brian Little, what do? Yeah, uh, the pitch next to us. You see Stan Collymore, mm-hmm. Dwight York, Gareth Southgate. I mean, some some. I mean, I think they got to the semi-final of some European Cup that year. I mean, it was a great team. Uh, going to the stadium, seeing the stadium, fantastic. Villa this Park, is yeah. this is a bit of me, yeah, yeah. beautiful, and uh, the facilities and everything. Remember, I'm coming from non-league, so I mean, it's fantastic. Going in in the morning, having breakfast. What's it? Mark Bosnich sitting next to me, you know, <laughs> the goalie. Yeah. yeah, you know, he's telling me like, oh, you know, giving me advice and all things like that. I felt fantastic. Then played a training match against um, Coventry. Gordon Strachan played for Coventry. Oh, yeah. He was a player manager there. I think for so we played this game and uh, we lost 2-1 and I actually scored a, a, a nice goal half volley goal so um, I had a good performance done really well after the game the, the, the manager um, he's the one that normally takes over um, when someone gets sacked he comes in do you know he's yeah, yeah. the assistant yeah. um, oh. used to play for Liverpool McDonald uh, yeah. Kevin McDonald yeah, yeah, Kevin McDonald yeah, yeah I think so yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. he um, he sits us all down in a circle and he, he shouts at everybody and he says you know the only one that's given it his, his all and can walk out off this pitch with his head up is this guy and he pointed at me and I thought ah oh, no I'm going to get I'm going to get abuse from all the players now like He said, because you know why you you lot all think you've made it and he's here to try and make it. And that's the reason why he did the performance he did today, blah, blah, blah. So I thought, this is a done deal. 
I'm I'm signing. So um, we finished we finished that. We made our way back. I still had I still had the Aston Villa tracksuit on. I travelled home with it. Me and my stepdad. We travelled home. I remember speaking to my mate on, on one of the stops, saying, "Yeah, mate, you went brilliant. Um, you know, I, I scored, played well. The manager, like, you know, did said good things about me." And we just left it there. A couple of days later, my manager called me, said that he was speaking to someone at Arsenal, not to go to Arsenal, but to to find out what sort of money I should be asking for because mm-hmm. of my age, 17, 18, um, and coming from non-league. And I was like, yeah, no problem, because I didn't have an agent. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I went back to Sittingbourne, waiting for everything to go through, carried on playing. Then we had a game. The next game we played was a away match. I was at Gillingham train station, waiting there for a train. And I'd been in the newspapers all week, you know, because, you know, this Villa thing, blah, blah, blah. So I thought, oh, I'm waiting, waiting. I'll go have a look at the papers. And I went on a paper, back page, headline, Pavey's, dream, Pavey's Villa Dream Falls Through. And that's the first time I knew about it through the newspaper and it's got my manager saying how I've taken it well and how the club the two clubs couldn't uh, agree terms um, um, my club um, Aston Villa didn't reply to a fax I've got the I've still got the clippings uh-huh. you know um, uh, they didn't re- re- reply to a fax uh-huh. and uh, that was the end of it and how much was it? Mean, I don't know they didn't uh, I didn't see any any uh, it was not a lot of money that's for sure okay. I heard something later on that Aston Villa wanted to use Sittingbourne the club I was playing for as a kind of nursery club like uh-huh. down in, in yeah. Kent yeah. Um, and then they wanted obviously more money for that or whatever I don't know but at the end of the day it was me who suffered mm-hmm. um, and quite frankly my head went I, oh. I my attitude changed. I I, I didn't want to play for this club. I didn't want to, oh. and I started to get sloppy and um, I had some problems off the field. And what kind of problems? Uh, yeah, I can I can I say it? Yeah, 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 yeah I got some. Uh, yeah, I, I got arrested. For what? Um, Yeah, like um, a, a fighting, a lot of fighting, um, and yeah, just one crowd. Not, not even one crowd. I can't blame them. It was, it was all me, and you know, it's kind of this. Um, I don't know. I was, it was. It's hard to describe, really. You know, it was kind of the wrong crowd. Yeah, it's like that. Non, as that non drugen and mattan för you. Your dream was borta. Yeah, nu, yeah. Nu, there was nu, lots of things. I remember. I'm struntar i allt nu. Nu, yeah. nu, nu, nu ja. It, yeah, it was hard. It was really hard to take. Mm. And uh, how long did it take you to get through that hard period? This hard tough yeah, period. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I would say. Uh, I, I don't know. I had really, really dark thoughts. Really, I was really, really low. I think that was when I when I uh, met my uh, biological father. Mm-hmm. Um, it was around that time, and I don't know. I remember sitting uh, one day and and saying to my to, to my dad like, "What what am I gonna?" You know, what he, he asked me actually, if you had a dream, what was what would be the best team? Like, if you had, you could go to any team, what would it be? Mm. I said, best team. I said, what any team? Like, he said, any team in the world. I said, Barcelona. Mm. 
Barcelona. I think the real Ronaldo was playing there mm. or something. And I, was, I said, Barcelona, yeah, that would be a dream. It's Barcelona. He went, oh, so you'd move to Spain? I said, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd like to play abroad. And I kid you not, I swear on my mother's life, it was 10 minutes or so, or I don't know, it was within two hours of that mm. conversation, mm. I got a phone call mm. from the Aston Villa scout. And he said, Kenny, uh, you know, I think he heard a few stuff or things that had happened. And he said, how is it? Blah, blah, blah. And I said, oh, yeah. He said, listen, are you interested in playing abroad? Mm. It was weird. It was really weird. I believe in fate sometimes. And this, this, was, this, this was it, definitely. And when he said abroad, you know, I'm thinking, hang on a minute, Barcelona are not going to call me up, are they? I was thinking Spain. I was thinking Italy. I was, th I was thinking somewhere exotic. <laughs> And what then about he, young and then he says he says Sweden I was like oh, Sweden and even though I was I was in, in, I probably showed a face but my voice said that I was really interested I was like yeah <laughs> kind of thing and he mentioned young Sheely he said it's a team that's just come down from the top league you know And I was like, okay. He said, yeah, they're the highest league in Sweden. They just come down. So I'm assuming that Young Sheely is like one of them yo-yo teams or something. <laughs> Not the fact that that was the first time in their history that they're in the top league. <laughs> so he did well, like, uh, doing that to me. And <laughs> then, it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Young Sheely were the Barcelona <laughs> of... Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, and that's when David Wilson comes in. Mm. David Wilson was a scout for Aston Villa in Sweden. Mm. And he was also playing for Young Sheely. So mm. he was playing and scouting at the same time. Uh -huh. So that's where David... Uh, so you was right, I'm impressed. Yeah. What did you know about Sweden? What did you know about Göteborg? Maybe you talked about Malmö FF. But what did you know about Sweden? What did you know about Sweden? I'll be I'm a little bit ashamed to say I didn't, I didn't, know, I didn't know about ARK. Uh -huh. um, but I did know about um, Malmö and Gothenburg due to the, the Champions League and, and Malmo is, is yeah, uh, it's a big it was a big team back in the day and I was in Europa Cup final the year you were born yes Forest Forest yeah Trevor um, Francis of you there two goals didn't they <laughs> no, no, one one, oh, one okay. yeah. yeah they won back to back Forest didn't they back to they back, back yeah, yeah they're the only team that won two European Cups but only one league Yeah. Title Only one league, English league title But they won a, de vann som titelförsvarare It's crazy, ja, It's ja, crazy. Ja. Ja, Så då hamnar du alltså i Jungs Kile yeah, på, yeah. På, på, på en fiskar, fiskarort På den svenska yeah. västkusten eh, Vad tänkte du När du från London Denna världsmetropol <laughs> Dimper ner i Jungs Kile Anyone that's listening to this uh, Knows my history I, They know this story But for anyone that hasn't um, You have to remember, I come to Young Chile in the summer. So Young Chile is like a beautiful place where a lot of people have their summer houses from, from, from down in Gothenburg or around Trollhättan or whatever. They have their summer houses there and normally it's only about 6,000 people live there. But in the summer, the population doubles and um, it's beautiful, you know. And they train then in, during the afternoon because some people were working. So during the day, you know, with the younger lads, I used to go down by the sea and we play football tennis in the sea. And I thought it was beautiful, brilliant. I love this place. You know what I mean? Everybody's so nice and, and all that. And 
and the food was great and um um yeah i mean it, it felt great i remember they had they were sponsored by nike at the time so we turned up there and do you remember the, the night tempos mm -hmm. they had the night tempos these lovely night balls and coming from non-league so mm -hmm. i'm like the pitch would look perfect you know and we're talking young sheely's pitch now <laughs> Perfect, lovely, lovely green pitch. And I thought, oh, I've, I've done well here. So uh, they wanted me to stay for one week. Mm. Um, and after a week, um, they decided they wanted me to stay as long as possible. So that was a month. Um, and I remember, I remember one, uh, during that time, I think, I think it was, I jumped in one game um and did well and then the second game I jumped in in the in a derby against Denison and set up the winning goal um 2-1 and then the game after that I scored on my debut against Kalma away and um then the time had finished I had to go back to England uh and then we started to discuss mm -hmm. contracts mm -hmm. and I said you know what it's a big step you know it's a small village and stuff but it's really nice there I was speaking to my parents it's really nice there mm -hmm. I was 18 mm -hmm. and I'm thinking uh, you know sh sh should I do it should I not do it and I think we take a chance and then I come back in the winter <laughs> And that's when uh, I really realised what what the hell have I done? You know, I turned up, the sea was frozen, half the people had gone, there was snow up to your knees, uh, the town looked like the wild wild west, but but snow, and I, I just I just thought I've made the biggest mistake of my life. You know what I mean? I can't live with this. We were training on grus, not grass. Mm -hmm. The balls they weren't the same Nike balls. They were like these orange, uh, heavy medicine balls. Mm -hmm. I was just like, oh. And that time in Young Shili, like a lot of uh, Division One clubs, you know, they they don't sign players until quite late because they save money. That's how they survive. So there was hardly any players there, you know. So I, I, so I remember speaking to my mum. I was like, oh, I don't like it here. You know, like I made a mistake. I've just signed two years contract. But I got over it and uh, it was the, probably the best thing I did. Mm. <laughs> Kände du när du liksom vände när du kände att ja, det här är inte så, det är ganska okej okay ändå. Kommer du ihåg när det, när det var? Yeah, um, I think when the snow went away. Ah. <laughs> no, I think we went on a training camp and uh, that, that helps, that helps getting away mm. and then coming back and it weren't as bad. And um, I met a girl Mm -hmm. That was that was that helped as well. Uh, got got closer and closer to other friends mm. that helped me. Um, so you know, had my Swedish mama mm -hmm. there. She. Was she, 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 she No, no, I lived I lived alone, and that was yeah. I mean that was also a big first time I lived on my own as well. You know, lived on my own and um, yeah, I had to cook on my own, mm. and you know, it was it was. It was tough. It was tough, but you have to do it if you want to follow your dream. You know, um, I said it before. With all due respect, if I would have gone to uh, a club like Ico, um, then I would have easily gone back to to England. I think one someone would have seen me, picked me up, and like this. But unfortunately, like I didn't really, it didn't really happen in Young Shili for for a while, and. I remember winning midfielder of the league uh, two times and, and still not getting a move. Mm. 
Så, so, I mean, uh, people weren't really taking Young Chile uh, so serious, you know? Du var ju, för du var ju länge i Young Chile första sessionen. Det har varit två yeah. sessioner första gången. 98 och 2006. Det, det är ju alltså, det är ju åtta yeah. år. Det är yeah, åtta but, år. Yeah, but yeah. The, the, first, the, first, they can't, the first year was one year. That yeah. was one month. Uh-huh. And in one year I was, I gave up football. Uh-huh. Why? <laughs> Um, it was a couple of things. Um, got in trouble again. What did you do then in Sweden? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to talk about this this one. Um, but um, and also, um, it was a combination of this and um, I had a Barnsley come in for me. Uh-huh. Uh, Nigel Speckman was the coach. Um, I had a good first half of the season during a break mm-hmm. instead of going on holiday. I get a phone call from Barnsley. They want me to come down there, test with them. I go there and you know me, I'm not the biggest guy and stuff. And uh, the first training, we we do this training, we do this technical training. It was embarrassing. Like people couldn't do kick-ups and stuff. I mean, it's simple headers, you know, when you head the ball to each other. I mean, nobody really looked like they wanted to be there. Um, and I found it really strange. And then after the training, like I... It was just technical training. Mm. Didn't make any mistakes or anything. And after the training, he Nigel Speckman, he said to me, like, you know, I appreciate you coming, but we're kind of looking for players with a little bit more stature, uh-huh. bigger, stronger. Uh-huh. We're struggling at the bottom, right down the bottom of the league, and we need like this. And I was like, like, why am I here? Like, why why do you invite me? He said, yeah. He said, but there's a game tomorrow, like an internal game. If you <laughs> if you want to play, if you want to play the internal game, then you're more than welcome. I said, well, yeah, I've just come all the way from Sweden under your, uh, someone's invited me here, whatever. Of course I want to play. So we play this game and, okay, you want to play with stature? <laughs> okay, so I just, yeah, I went through everybody. I mean, I was knocking people up in the air for fun. Uh, s- scored one goal, one-on-one with a keeper, went round him, scored... After the game, he comes up to me. He said, I'd like to have a word of you in there. <laughs> so he takes me in the office again. He said, like, once again, thanks for coming. Uh, I'll be speaking to your agent uh, and we'll keep in touch. And I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. What do you want to keep in touch for? You just told me the day before that you weren't interested. So I'm on a train back to London and the uh, my agent calls me and he says, oh, I heard it went really well. They really like you and all that. I said, what? He said, yeah, yeah. He said, but um, they ain't got the money now. They want they want you to, when your contract goes out of Young Shirley, then they want to then they wanna sign you because they haven't got the money right now. I was like, oh, right, yeah, that's that's fine with me. You know, I'll go back to Young Shirley, finish my contract, do, do my stuff for them. And he says, yeah, and it also gives them time to move people in and out. I said, no problem, no problem. So I'm buzzing again. Great. Uh, Championship that was. Mm. So I'm thinking, great. Uh, Season finishes. uh, Fly back. Mum picks me up from the airport. First thing she says, the manager's been sacked. Mm -hmm. I says, okay. He says, yeah, the agent called. Manager's been sacked. But he said, don't worry. Like, there's, there's still hope. And a new manager come in, new staff, new players. They actually got relegated. No more Kenny Pavey. Mm-hmm. So that combined with this other situation, mm-hmm. there, I was just like, it's not meant to be with this football thing. It's not meant to be. Mm-hmm. So 
I went back to England and I started uh, working. I thought I need a trade. So mm. I started working on the roofs, doing roofing. Uh -huh. um, What are you working on? Yeah, taking the, the tiles up the roof uh -huh. and uh, doing that. And um, That's hard work. It was hard work, mm. but... You know, I prefer that kind of work than just sitting down and, in an office. Um, so I was doing that. I was working in a clothes store, a designer clothes store. So I was working there two days a week. I think three days a week, actually. Then I was working uh, two days a week um, or sometimes three days a week on the roof. And I was playing uh, non-league football just to get a bit of cash, cash money. And, um, mycket kunde du tjäna på non-league football då? Hur mycket tjänar man på den tiden? Nej, det är... Nothing. Uh, 150 pound a game. Uh, okay. Cash. Oh, you, got, uh, you got an envelope. Uh, uh, what, uh, what year do we talk about now? Vilket år är vi inne på nu? Uh, 2002 maybe? 2002, yeah. Maybe, yeah, was it? Yeah, yeah. Maybe, something like that. 2002, uh, 2003. Something like that. Um... Yeah, so I was playing football, but that was my that was my party money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was, you know, I got my money, and then after the game, we we all went out and went up uptown London, and you know, had fun and did what we did, and then uh, I get a phone call from Sir David Wilson again. Uh, this time he he went to Finland to to play for Hacker, I think. Mm -hmm. And then um, he was doing his badges and he got a call from uh, Young Sheely to be coach. And then he called me and said, listen, what are you doing? I was up on a roof. <laughs> he said, what are you doing? I said, oh, I'm just, just working. He said, I'm building a team. I want you to, are you interested in coming back over? And I said, listen, can I call you back? And I spoke to my mate who I was working with. He was his company. He said, are you mad? He said, go, give it a go, you know? Mm. So I gave it one, one more go and... And lucky enough, I, 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 it paid off. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Och 2006 så, så skrev du på för, för AIK. Hur, hur såg den transfern ut? Um, 
I think I had a little bit of an inkling, but even then you don't know. But I, I remember playing against Eichel at Rosendahl and I had a fantastic game and um, done really well. Probably one of my best games of the season, actually. Um, I said this many times before, you know, I was booed for pretty much first, the whole first half because uh, I, I took Christian Hines, you know, somersault, sorted him mm. up in the air one tackle he, 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 he nutmegged a couple of players two tunnels and then the crowd was wee, wee, and then I come along like a steam train bosh <laughs> and then uh, every time I got the ball it's a boo boo and of course you know for me that's I love it, you know, I mean, that just winds me up even more and you even want to do even more better stuff, you know. So it's quite funny that from that situation, the following year, they're cheering you, you know. Um, I got the phone call from Stefan Söderberg. Mm. Uh, Som också varit med här i podden och suttit där du sitter, ja. Legend, absolute ja. legend. <laughs> um, and to my, um, to my shame, actually, I didn't, didn't know who he was. Uh, I didn't know the history and and all this stuff. Um, so he phoned me in his calm, soft voice, mm. and he, you know, he said, uh, "My my missus was sitting next to me, and she said, uh, he he said, yeah, there's a, there's a club that's interested in you. Uh, we want you to come to our club, and the club is AIK. And I had a pen and paper, mm. and I wrote down in big letters AIK, and I was shaking it to my missus mm. like this, and she was like doing a silent mm. clap that the girls do, you know." Yeah. And um, but on the telephone, of mm. course, I was mm. cool as a cucumber. Mm. And I said, "Okay." I said, "All right, yeah, that's good, that's good." And he said, "Yeah." So we were thinking this, blah, blah 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 blah. Can we send you this, that, and the other, blah blah blah. And um, I remember one 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 thing. There was negotiation. I remember I come from Young Sheely, so it's a small club. So the money that I got was was small. Um, but I remember we were negotiating, and I said to him again, I didn't have an agent. But I said to him, yeah, I really want to come. I really want to come, you know. And he said, but you want more money. I said, he said, Kenny, me too. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it, you yeah. know. Then I felt in real good safe hands, you know. Mm. Um, I went up to Stockholm. He took me out for uh, he, a meal. We went to Hof. I mean, a fantastic man, you know. Enough, I've got nothing but praise for him. Um He did these meetings with the with the, the new players and their wives, you know, just a little coffee, just, you know, are you settling in, okay, all this. And it went so far, it meant so much to me and my family. Well, I didn't have a family, it was just me and Danielle, but it meant so much to us, you know, and we, we really settled in well because of that start, in, 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 my, in my eyes at least. Mm-hmm. Eh, och som Milvoll Milvoll eh, kille då komma till AIK som har de kanske de tuffaste och elakaste jag säga, most, most passionate most, thank, thank, thank you most, mest passionerade fansen eh, så var det naturligtvis eh, ja det var väl eh, som att komma hem lite grann yeah you know like I remember playing some preseason games and you know scoring a couple of winners you know and um i remember one against Bromopoik and I scoring a header like last minute. It was really late. And to me, it was a derby. I mean, I didn't realize it wasn't the biggest derby, but to me, it was a derby. And it was at Kutaham. It was, that winter was really, it was a tough winter, that 2006. And, but still there was, you know, a massive crowd at Kutaham and scoring that winner and running off. And I mean, to me, it was like a league game. It was my first goal, you know, it meant so much to me. 
and started seeing the Pavey flag come out, you know, and I was like, that means a lot, you know. Then a couple of songs, you know, I was like, oh, well, you know, it's, they like me here. And of course, that, that builds up confidence and stuff and I've done well pre-season and then um, you come to the... I, I picked up a little injury just before the beginning of the season, like two weeks before the, mm-hmm. the beginning of the season. Uh, and I was doing so well. Um, but I made it on, on the bench the first match against Jevla. Come on, last 20 minutes um, and at Rosenda. And then the next game was my first game from start. We played away at Usta and I, I scored. And again, I, I, I ran off and I remember banging the side of the fence and jumping in the crowd sort of thing. And yeah, I will never forget that moment. You know, it's my first Auschwitzka goal and, you know, the, the atmosphere and everything like this. It was, it, was, it was great. And then it just built on from there. Mm-hmm. Och det gick ju bra i AIK Du fick ju vara med och uppleva det här, det här fantastiska året När det blev en, en the double yep. Berätta om den säsongen Ja, jag säger Det är som Rickard Norlin Done a fantastic job with, with the team And you know, we We were so close 2006 You know, one point with Elspoy You know, and uh, We, we built up a, a way of playing and you know we, we just lost our way a little bit um, you know from what how it was 2006 2007 we lost our way a little bit 2008 was it weren't quite there you know we finished strong I think but it wasn't quite there there was something that needed toning up in, in different places And Mickey was part of that 2006. He was there as third trainer, so he knew the philosophy that Rick had. And Rick had got it from Stuart. And, you know, but they put their own uh, twist on it. And Mickey come in and he could see what needed tuning up. And he come in and he brought a couple of good players in. But pretty much it, was, it weren't too much of a difference from the team the year before. Um, and you need to win that first game. And we hadn't won the... the the opening game for for a while it was many draws uh even when we come second it was it was it was a draw against Jevla so it was important to have a good start and we had a really good training camp we went to South Africa and we didn't even play a match out in South Africa we just played we played amongst ourselves we played a little internal internal match I went cage diving you know with the great white sharks I mean went to Robertson Island these, did you see these, great white? yeah seven of them so? yeah um, so I can promise you when they come there was a few more bubbles in the water than, than, than before but that was an experience so we went away from that you know fresh you know got away we come back a week later we went to Marbella again we got the team spirit going and we played a couple of matches out there beat a Russian team that absolutely battered us but we beat them 1-0 Ivan Obolo scored the goal and then we went into um the first game of the season and, and we won against Halmstead and uh, that was a great boost for us but then we had to go away to play against the champions Kalmar we won there as well again we're, we're buzzing you know so it was we really hit the ground running and it just it flowed on from there Ja, och det, berätta hur kändes det då för att vinna för då hade du varit i AIK några år och yeah, yeah. fått lära på vad, vad hur klubben, yeah, hur klubben was, fungerar lite yeah, grann, hur stor den är. För mig, AIK är en klubb som borde vinna 
the league a lot more often mm. than than they do. You know, every three three years, four years. Um, um, I mean, ideally you want to win it every year, but you know, there's other great teams in uh, in the league that also play good football. Um, but it's been a long time since yeah. we won it, and I think it was after there was there was a game against uh, Hampstead. Actually, scored uh, when we went. I think it was the first time we went top of the league. Hampstead away two one. And uh, it was raining. I remember they they tried to they wanted to stop the game and they took us off. I remember all of all of us players shouting at Mickey like, "You can't let this game, you can't let them stop the game." Do you know how hard it is to come here and win? Blah blah. And this heavy pitch. Blah blah. And then he, he already spoken to the the ref. There was there was no way we were, they were stopping it. They just wanted to clear some of the water off. But we didn't know that. So we, you, I think you can see on the camera, you can see me and Josh like throwing punches at, at Mickey going, you can't do it, you can't stop it. And we went on to win that game and we brung in uh, Flavio, mm. who that was the first game that he played. And we thought a Brazilian playing on this pool, like there's no chance. And he's one of the best players on the pitch. He was brilliant, chipping it up and blah, blah, blah. Um, so we went top and then um, we had a lot of games where we just got out of it you know like we, we should have been dead and we, late last goals and I think the last four games there was three players that come off the bench to score winning goals and that's a sign of number one a very good coach because it takes a coach to um, keep the players are not playing satisfied and hungry and, and fit and healthy and number two obviously the quality we had in the team um, that players could come off the, the bench three different players can come off the bench and you know win games for us um, fortunately I was one of them it's probably one of my best moments in, in, in ARK coming on and scoring the winner against Hammerby um, and I think it was after that one that we, we yeah, that was when we thought we can, we can do this. So we had in Göteborg also, huh? Yeah, we had. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We had, we had, we had Gabriel Oskan the game before me. Then we had, then we had me. Then we had Ergrita, and then the man. Daniel Sandstrom, me and him were on the bench again. I was actually very angry because, you know, I just scored the winner and then, I, then I'm on the bench, you know. Um, so we, we come on and we, I think we were just put on to sort of like close the game off, you know, like we go on there, we work hard, we don't let them score like this. More of an experience thing. And uh, obviously we did a little bit more than that. <laughs> um, I said to Shenna before we went on, come on, let's go do this. Let's go win this now. Um, not meaning like I'll win the game. I meant winning the league, you know. And uh, yeah, you know, we have this um, fantastic situation. Uh, uh, everybody knows it. Uh, even if you're not a Gothenburg or Eichel fan, I think it was uh, someone puts it down a wing. I think Obolo to me. I cut it back to Dooley. Dooley chips it. Shanstrom chest. Then um, he hits it in Shenna's corner. I always said Shenna's corner. He always, before the games or in training, he always shot from left to right. And he shot it through. And yeah, uh, everybody's running everywhere. I run off to Mickey Starry. I don't see him, but I just see him running to me. So I run to him and I'm jamming in. I don't know if I can swear on this pod, but I'm going, we fucking did it. <laughs> 
And um, Shena, you look at Shena, I mean, he can't believe it. I mean, I, I've, I've asked him many times. He was like, I'm not sure. I don't know if I was offside or I just, I just... And of course, he scored up that end. So there was no cheers. So there was no reaction. So, I mean, it was fantastic. And um, yeah, then after that, it was just... Uh, a hell of a lot of partying, I can say. I mean, we got we got greeted. We we flew home from the airport, and we was a, a lot of jokes on the on the playing and stuff. And you know, like with the stewardess, and she was up putting, and we was all cheering at her. And there was champers, and then we got off at the airport, and there was all the fire engines. And there was one guy driving along the E4. I hope he got home all right. <laughs> He was trying to take pictures of us while he was driving. I mean, he had this big, massive, it looked like a photographer camera. <laughs> and he was trying to take pictures of the bus. And we was all like, calm down out the window and all that. <laughs> and then we, um, yeah, we come to um, uh, what, Ambassador, Ambassador, and we have a big meal and everything. And then I think it was Yuan Segi comes out and he says, guys, you've got, you got to go outside. The fans are going crazy. They want to come in. You've got to go outside. So we go out on the Kung Salman Bridge. We come out and all we see, we just see Eichel fans everywhere. They're standing on police vans. They're up lampposts. What? An, ah, brilliant. Then they start singing all the songs. I mean, fantastic. And like I said, there was a lot of partying and it, it, we had the cup final a week later. Uh, I don't even think it was a week later but it was maybe less mm. but let's say a week week later it was a cup final and we were still partying it was this thing and that thing and that thing and people started to say guys brilliant but don't forget you've got a cup final next week <laughs> sort of thing we were like it's in the bag it's in the bag that was the sort of cockiness we had we knew that they had everything to play for you know, if they don't win this, they've not won anything all year. We've just won the league mm. and the club ain't won the league for, you know what I mean, for a long time. So, I mean, it was on us and obviously we go and beat them in the cup. We do the double, I think it's the first time in the club's history. Um, yeah, and then it's, it's more <laughs> celebrations, you know. I had to detox quite a bit in January, I, I have to say. So, yeah, I mean, one of the years I'll absolutely never forget. And actually, my mum and dad, they were, in, uh, they were in London and watched it in a Swedish pub. <laughs> Up, upstairs was Gothenburg, downstairs was, was our oh, core fans. <laughs> and they, they phoned up during the week and said, like, oh, like, I heard you showing the game and stuff. And they went, yeah, yeah, no problem. He said, oh, because my son's playing in a game. He went, oh, Brian, yeah, don't worry, we're fixing it. So we'll let you in. Turned up on a day, this massive queue. I mean, the, the pub is totally full. You can't get oh, no one in. Sweet in London. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're everywhere. Yeah. But you can't. They can't get in. And um, a massive queue. And he goes to the front of the queue. He says, oh, "Hello, mate." He said, "I'm, I'm well, my son's playing. I called you up." He says, "Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, come in." And they've all got like their Pavy 14 shirts on. And uh, they go in and it's cramped and my mum can't get a seat and she's standing there like a little bit nervous, all these men and all this like. And then loads of my mates, they just keep turning up, turning up, turning up, going to the front of the queue. Yeah, with Kenny Pavey, blah, blah, blah. He's going, quite many, how many of you are there? Um, so she can't get a seat. During the game, the rumours going around that my parents are in there. And obviously they put two and two together with all the Pavy 14s. Next thing I know, my mum's sitting on a sofa, people are taking pictures of her. After the game, I'm getting all these selfies from all fans. They were on um, Svenska fans, front sides, and Pavy is brilliant. So, I mean, 
even they enjoyed the experience as well så Yeah. Det är ju härligt att ha i Bretaken Samma passion som när du spelar Sen blev det en säsong i Ljungs Chile En säsong i Öster Men så kom du tillbaks till, till AIK yeah. Man tänkte att ja, okej okay, Nu kan Kenny Pave, nu är karriären över Nu, nu ska yeah. han varva ner Men så kom du tillbaks till AIK Berätta yeah. hur det gick till När du 2014 gjorde din andra session Ja, jag hade en good year i Ljungs Chile I Nusta Jag minns att jag pratade med Torani Min manager nu i Nusta saying to him you know like I'm thinking of you know I feel I can play higher than this you know and he was like yeah with your age and all this and then I get a move to Usta and then uh, while I'm in Usta um, halfway through the season I get a phone call um, yeah saying that I call interested in me uh, or that yeah and uh, the manager then sports chief comes to me and he said listen you know i call I call want you uh so I was like, okay, so I was a little bit confused because you know I feel I wasted two years being away at I call you know I missed out on a European mm-hmm. adventure, and I really wanted to be a part of that that hurt watching that um so I was a little bit a little bit confused a little bit of mixed emotions like a little bit angry, a little bit happy like I didn't really know what to 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 feel and then um Then they said to me, but we can't let you go. Like, we need you. We want you to stay. And, and I, I totally respected them. I signed a contract with them. And um, so I, I was, I didn't, I weren't a, I didn't put a dummy, a nap mm. in my mouth and, and, you know, and sit on the doors. They, oh, they won't let me go. I just go on, try to be professional, do my thing. <clears throat> and then at the end of the season, I got a phone call again from 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 Icor, and and I spoke with Usta, and Usta said to me like, if you know, we'll let you go at the end of the season if if they're still interested. And uh, of course, I went, and uh, yeah, it was another great moment for me. För du är ju speciell. Alltså du är en, jag läste någon intervju här i The Telegraph som har uppmärksammat att du är en cult figure i, 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 i Sverige. Och, och, ja, berätta om din, din, din relation till, till, till AIK-fansen och så. För att de, de älskar din. Du har ju till och med sånger som du berättar här som är egna sånger. Och det, då är, det är stort det. Berätta om, om relationen, hur du känner. För du har ju stått där med Millwall fansen så yeah. du förstår ju hur de känner. Ja, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I, I, even when I left uh, AIK I was uh, I, I went and watched the games and I was the last derby I was I was in the Norda um, which someone managed to get on videotape actually when we scored. Um, but no, you know, I've always had like I said it started good, you know, in in AIK um, with the way I play, my passion, you know what you're always going to get from me. You know you're always going to get 110%. You know I'm never going to leave the field without doing everything I can. I may not um, score 10 goals, 15 goals a season, but I will always make goals happen. I will cause mayhem. I will run through everything. I will run through walls for the for my teammates and, and for, for the badge on my chest. And that's that's the reason why I have this connection with the fans because they can see that in me both on and off the field uh, I think it's important for for me to represent the club in the right way off the field as well and um, and I've, I've done that you know to the best of my ability and, and tried to sort of fly the flag for ICOR not just in, in Sweden but in England and wherever I am actually so um, so yeah it's um It's a match made in heaven, should we say. 
Vem är den bästa spelare du spelat med, Kenny? Den bästa oh. du spelat med? Du har ju varit på lite provspel och sådana saker. Du nämnde ju några spelare där när du var i Aston Villa till exempel. Uh, I think it was really hard because my, my most successful year was that year, that double year. And, and I think Ivan Obolo was one of them players that just... He gelled everything together. I mean, he, he played every minute of every game. He, he, when we didn't have no one else to hit, we could hit him. He scored goals. He worked. He's he's uh, behind <laughs> off um, his technique and his finishing, his heading. I mean, he was an all-round player, a very clever player. Um, I mean, there's other players, you know, that have maybe better qualities, but all-round player and team player. I would I would have Ivan Obolo in 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 my team every day of the week. Den bästa du spelat emot då against against um, I played against a, a few uh, a few good ones, but out of respect being in Sweden, uh, I played against Slatan actually, um, but I, I would say Henrik Larsson. I would say because there's other players that maybe uh, maybe better players, but for the age that he was at and um, his movement I remember having to mark him in the corner and I thought oh god not him of all the players you know but I dealt with him but still you know I mean he's about my height and he's you're 78 yeah maybe I'm even taller than him Um, and um, yeah so good in the air quality smart I mean not the fastest but I mean great and that year he ended up going to Manchester United and Man United wanted him I mean that says everything about him you know he jumped in 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 Barcelona in the final changed the game absolute legend uh, in in Great Britain in Sweden and Holland Scotland yeah yeah Oh, this is always a this is always a hard one. This is some betyder mest för dig då. You know, you know, I have uh, I have respect for every single trainer I've had. They've they've all been, you know, they've all given me something, you know. Uh, and I've learned a lot of good and bad stuff of all of them, you know. Um I had the most successful period with Mickey Starry. It's it's really hard not to say it, but as I said earlier, you know, it's Rickard Nolan that 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 built that, that that skeleton it was Mickey that threw the meat on it you know and it's us players that finished it off um, David Wilson is a, a huge guy in my in my life he's the one who saved me saved two you times yeah. you know uh, you know he got me out of the sticky situations that I was in and I still have contact with him he still phones me he's working for Chelsea as a scout in Chelsea now and he still phones me and wishes me luck and asks me how I'm doing you know before the seasons and stuff so I mean yeah so it's it's really hard to say but okay. I don't want to say I don't want to say <laughs> eh, Nu är du ju 36 år fyller 37 år du har skrivit på för assyriska yeah. eh, men min fråga är och det är, det är naturligt karriären håller på att ta slut så sagt liga eh, eh, vad gör Kenny Pavey on Femur. Yeah, well, I just passed my UEFA B um, uh, license, and uh, so obviously I've got a one foot in that pond. Uh, it's something that I want to 
give my um, give it a go at least. Kommer det bli en sån här coach som skriker the English way eller mer lugn kolm? It's hard to say until I'm out there, you know. If, if I'm anything like when I'm watching TV and I hear your voice, then uh, I'm going to be an absolute lunatic. But um, no, I think I think one of my best strengths, if I do go into coaching, will be man man management. I think I'm very good with people. I I can read people well, and I can uh, I think that's a quality in managers that you need to have and then that's something I'm quite confident that I have um, knowing how to speak to the right people at the right time and something you can't you can't be to every single player because it don't work some players you need to put the arm around some players you need to kick up the arse some players you need to it, take it out what can you pay for nice Um, nah, it doesn't matter. You can say what you want. You're from Milwaukee. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Do what you want. Be hard, soft, whatever. You know what I mean. But just respect me. That's 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 the main thing. And and also, um, I'm gonna start doing some stuff with um, AK. Uh, we have some talks, uh, so nothing is concrete yet. So hopefully that that all's sorted out. Som inom tränarstaben eller scoutstaben eller? Nej, jag kan inte prata om det. Men, du vet... kontakter med klubben? Med klubben, ja, ja. Det var en av de anledningarna till att jag kom tillbaka. Vi har större planer för framtiden och sånt. Och du har rotat i Solna, vi är ju grannar. Yes, I will be coming over for a ja, nice couple. Of... Kolla igen någon engelsk match någon gång. <laughs> Precis. Och familj har du också nu? Yes, ja. I, have, um, I have two children that were... Var det samma tjej som du träffade nere i en kille? Yes, var... yes. Daniela. Daniela. Vad gör hon för någonting då? Uh, she works in a boutique uh, now. Um, so she's assistant manager in, mm. in uh, uh, this boutique. And, uh, kan du vara manager och hon assistant manager? That would be... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Conflicts at home, yeah. Shit, yeah. baby. Thank so much. Yeah, the the Swansea Watford for me. It was yet a treat. Thanks, Nella. Tack, tack, tack. Tack för att du lyssnade. Vill du komma i kontakt med mig så går det utmärkt att göra det via Twitter, Niklas Understrekongen, Facebook, Kongen Möter eller hemsidan niklasholmgren.nu Ha det så gott så länge. Hej, hej. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com/trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.